بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا Our topic for today is فضل الدعاء The virtues of dua or the virtues of supplication الحمد لله مجيب من دعاه له الحمد في الأولى والآخرة وإليه المآل والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والا وبعد فإن الدعاء عبادة عظيمة غفل عنها بعض المسلمين دعاء is a great act of worship which many people which many muslimون are heedless of وتهاونوا بها في أمرها and they are indifferent to it and don't take it seriously وهو it is a rope which reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is a trusty handhold which does not break to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the dua has many virtues some of these virtues are the first of these virtues is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered his servant to make dua to him it is an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala qala subhanahu wa ta'ala wa qala rabbukum uduuni astajib lakum inna alladhina yastakbiruna an ibadati sayadkhuluna jahannam dakhirin that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in surah ghafir and your lord says call upon me this is the order call upon me I will respond to you indeed those who disdain and turn away from my worship will enter the hellfire wa qala ta'ala وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانْ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in Surah Al-Baqarah And when my servants ask you O Muhammad concerning me Indeed I am near I respond to the dua of the supplicant when they call upon me So let them respond to me by obedience and believe in me that they may be rightfully guided Thanian الدعاء هو العبادة the second of these virtues is that it is one of the most important forms of worship كما في حديث الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم الدعاء هو العبادة as the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said indeed supplication dua is worship رواه أبو داود والترمذي وهو صحيح ثالثا الدعاء يرد البلاء ويدفعه the third of these virtues is that dua prevents and drives back adversity and calamity قال عليه الصلاة والسلام إن الدعاء ينفع مما نزل ومما لم ينزل فعليكم عباد الله بالدعاء that the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said that dua or supplication is beneficial regarding things which have happened and things which have not yet happened so devote yourselves to supplication O servants of Allah رواه الترمذي رابعا المعية الخاصة من الله عز وجل 
لمن دعاه The fourth of these virtues is the specific accompanying of Allah to the one who makes dua. قال صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله تعالى يقول أنا عند ظن عبدي بي وأنا معه إذا دعان That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says I am to my slave as he thinks of me يعني I am able to do for him what he thinks I can do for him and I am with him when he calls upon me in dua رواه مسلم وفي الدعاء من الذل والانكسار لله عز وجل that there is humility and submission from a servant to Allah سبحانه وتعالى when they are making dua to Allah سبحانه وتعالى معنى عظيم من أنواع العبودية that dua it greatly symbolizes the true meaning of worship to Allah سبحانه وتعالى وتخليص القلب وتفريغه من التعلق بغيره and also it frees and empties the heart from being attached to other than Allah سبحانه وتعالى وفي الدعاء ادخار الأجر والمثوبة عند الله إذا لم يجب الداعي في الدنيا وهذا أنفع وأحسن and also that if the dua is not accepted in this world then it is saved for the believer for the day of judgment where it is more beneficial for them قال ابن القيم رحمه الله في الجواب الكافي that the great scholar ابن القيم he said والأدعية والتعوذات بمنزلة السلاح he said that when you make dua and when you seek refuge in Allah سبحانه وتعالى that this is like a weapon for example like a sword والسلاح بضاربه لا بحده فقط that the weapon is not just effective in its sharpness but it is also dependent on the one who carries it فمتى كان السلاح سلاحا تاما لا آفة به that if the weapon is perfect with no flaws والساعد ساعد قوي and the one carrying it is strong والمانع مفقود that there is no barrier between them يعني there is no barrier between the weapon and what it aims to hit like a shield for example حصلت به النكاية في العدو that it will overcome the enemy ومتى تخلف واحد من هذه الثلاثة تخلف التأثير if any one of these three are missing then the dua will be ineffective فإذا كان الدعاء في نفسه غير صالح that if the dua that they are making is invalid يعني this is like the sword which is not sharp if it is invalid if it is a dua مثلا asking for something which is haram أو الداعي لم يجمع بين قلبه ولسانه في الدعاء or the one who makes dua does not combine between their heart and their tongue يعني their tongue is just saying things which their heart does not mean the one who is carrying the weapon is weak أو كان ثم مانع من الإجابة لم يحصل الأثر or there is something to prevent the dua from being accepted مثلا the person's rizq is haram this is like the shield that prevents the weapon from being effective then the dua will be ineffective ثم قال رحمه الله then he continued by saying يعني ابن القيم he continued by saying وَإِذَا جَمْعَ مَعَ الدُّعَاءِ حُضُورَ الْقَلْبِ وَجَمْعِيَتِهِ بِكُلِّيَّتِهِ عَلَى الْمَطْلُوبِ that if the person making the dua they have an attentive heart which clearly wants what is being sought and they mean it from their heart وصادف وقتا من أوقات الإجابة الستة وهو الثلث الأخير من الليل وبين الآذان والإقامة وأدبار الصلوات المكتوبة وعند صعود الإمام يوم الجمعة على المنبر حتى تقضى الصلاة من ذلك اليوم وآخر ساعة بعد العصر that if their dua coincided with one of the times when dua is most likely to be accepted such as the last third of the night or between 
between the adhan and the iqama or at the end of the salah يعني before the taslim or when the imam climbs up to the mimbar on the day of Jum'ah وآخر ساعة بعد العصر and the last part of the day or the last part of the day of Jum'ah or Friday just after Asr وصادف خشوعا في القلب وانكسارا بين يدي الرب and the heart was humble and submissive before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala واستقبل الداعي القبلة and they faced the Qibla when they were making dua وكان على طهارة and they were in a state of purity ورفع يديه إلى الله and they raised their hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وبدأ بحمد الله والثناء عليه and they start their dua by praising and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ثم ثنى بالصلاة على محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم then after they praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they send their salah upon the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم قدم بين يدي حاجته التوبة والاستغفار then before asking Allah anything that they need they first of all repent and they make استغفار to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ثم دخل على الله then they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever they want وألح عليه في المسألة and they persisted in their dua and they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once and twice and three times and four times وتملقه ودعاؤه رغبة ورهبة and they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of hope and out of fear وتوسل إليه بأسمائه وصفاته وتوحيده and they requested Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his names and attributes وقدم بين يدي دعائه صدقة before they make a dua they spend a little bit in charity فإن هذا الدعاء لا يكاد يرد أبدا that this dua will almost never be rejected ولا سيما إن صادف الأدعية التي أخبر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنها مظنة الإجابة especially if they were to make dua with the dua that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم informed us that it is not likely to be rejected for example the dua of the oppressed or between the adhan and the iqama or أنها متضمنة للإسم الأعظم or it includes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's great name والله أعلم وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وجزاكم الله خيرا